from 99.9 The Fan. This is The Drive with Tim Donnelly. Sponsored by Coach Pete at Capital Financial Advisory Group. Visit us at CapitalFinancialUSA.com. I'm, I'm going to choose. I'm going to choose because in 2024, we all have the choice to be optimistic or pessimistic, to be upbeat or, or a, a negative Nancy Debbie Downer. I'm going to choose to be optimistic about what the Panthers have this upcoming weekend. They have a chance to play spoiler against a division rival, and that should be motivating. Right? These are competitive people. Even the worst professional athletes are competitive people. You do not want to be seen as the easy win to get to the playoffs for the Bucks. You do not want to be seen as, oh, thank goodness, we need a win and we're playing the Panthers. That's what they're thinking right now. That's what Bucks fans are thinking right now. Tampa and New Orleans sit at 8-8, eight and eight, both. Tampa is playing Carolina. New Orleans is playing Atlanta. You do not want to be the, oh, thank goodness, we're playing Carolina side of things. That is an opportunity for you to change reputation. That is an opportunity for you to head into the offseason on a, on a positive note. Think about, heck, go back. We we have a YouTube page, 99.9 The Fan. Please subscribe. We have podcasts. We have all the, the different ways you can go back into the archives. Go back and listen to the two Monday shows following the last two games for the Panthers. Both losses, right? Both losses. But in one, Bryce Young in the offense was wildly efficient, threw for 312 yards, scored a bunch of points. The next, the offense looked anemic, couldn't get out of their own way. Would you rather go into the offseason like you did two weekends ago where everybody's excited, everybody thinks Bryce turned a corner, all, all, all of those sorts of things, or do you want to go into it like you did on this past Monday, which was you know a lot of talking off metaphorical ledges? This is your last impression. Everybody talks about first impressions, and they are important, and I get it. And let's just be real. Uh, first impression of this year's Carolina Panthers, not the best. But your last impression is, is probably the second most important impression. When the next coach takes over, guess which game film he's going to pop in first? This one, right? He wants to see who was playing well at the end of the year. What is he taking over? What type of players? How did they develop? Boom, hit play. When the new staff takes over, they're going to start with this game when watching film. So everybody on the team that has a contract for next season, this is an important game for you. Everybody on the team that doesn't have a contract for next season, this is a really important game for you because you're about to hit the open market. It's the ultimate Stafford effect game for Bryce Young. right? And I've talked about the Stafford effect. Uh, the Stafford effect is when one game uh, to an outsized nature decides how well the, the casual public thinks a quarterback played. For Matt Stafford, since he was on the Lions for all those years, it was always the Thanksgiving game. How he played on the Thanksgiving game let everybody know how well his season played. If he had four touchdowns on Thanksgiving, everybody thought, wow, he's such a good player on a bad team. If if he threw three interceptions, it was, wow, he's really fallen off since joining the, the Lions. And and all the other games were at 1 o'clock for the Lions, 1 o'clock on Sundays, mixed in, nobody watched them. So that one game, 
had an outsized effect on how everybody saw him. This game for Bryce Young will have an outsized effect not on how well he played this year, but on how well he developed this year. If he leaves on a, on a big note, everyone's going to go, wow, look at him. Maybe it's connecting. Maybe it took him a year. Maybe he's a rookie that we needed to give time to. If he goes into the offseason with another game like last weekend, another game where where nothing works, where it doesn't look like he's seeing the rush and the rush is in his pocket, right? It's, it's, it's right there in front of him. Well, then you're going to have the other problem, right? You're going to have people in the offseason going, could they Kyler Murray or uh, uh, Josh Rosen to Kyler Murray, this guy? Could they find? And by the way, they don't have the draft capital to do that. Yeah. Uh, I mean, but would they be going, hey, you know what? Maybe next year is a tank year. Maybe they're looking towards the next draft, going, what quarterbacks are available? The next year. Do we really like Shador Sanders? Maybe J.J. McCarthy goes back. I don't know. We're not getting into the 2025 draft right now, but I'm saying the difference between the next coach having excitement about Bryce Young and anticipation for how we're going to get away from Bryce Young starts with how he plays this weekend against the Bucks. I have a question for you on this, though. I love it. When it's April and it's minicamp and you're the new head coach, do you really care what he did in this week 18 game? Does it really matter? This is like, the f- does it really like is that momentum into the offseason when you have a new yes. coach and a new system? I don't think so. Absolutely. It does. I don't think so. He, I mean, how many good games does he have? I don't think it doesn't matter how he plays this weekend, good or bad. It's a completely different coach, a completely different system. Well, they're going to have to judge him on some. Their first impression is going to be well before minicamp. They're, they're going to, to do something between then and minicamp, and it's going to be tossing in the film. And if you can look at the last month and say he has a game-winning drive, he has a 300-yard passing game, he had one clunker, and then he got back on the, on the right track, that's a solid month to end your season on. If you, if you throw the film on and you go, geez, the same bad, bad production we saw in, in the first month is the same bad production we saw in the last month, all right, well, let's, let's see how bad it is going into minicamp. I'm not talking – no one's going to make any hard and fast decisions, but those are the things that get put into the back of your head as a coach that are really, really hard to to change, right? How many times have we seen uh, uh, players at one place that like, oh, the coaches hate them? It's like, well, I don't think it's intentional. I don't think coaches set out to say, uh, like, oh, that guy, I, I'm never going to play him. But it's hard once you get a first impression of a player to change that. And then they go – Right, that uh, that player goes to another place, gets a fresh start, and plays better. It's it. I don't think it's it's always conscious, right? So if you have a better last month than first month, I think that's big. And he has the 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 bones of a really good month to end the season on. He had a game winning drive. He had his best game as a rookie. Last week was really really tough, but if he can bounce back from that and end on three or four, that's kind of what good rookies do. Like if you get three or four, I'm all right with that. This is your last chance to change that impression. And and I mean, not only that, like every every athlete, regardless of new coach, new team, whatever, your offseason is kind of you launch into your offseason off the last game, right? If you're a young player and you play well in your last game, you know, the maybe you take a week and a half off to get your body right rather than two weeks because you're really excited to get back. It's just it's the it's the little things. I do I do think it matters. Now, it definitely matters for Tampa Bay, and you definitely should, for lack of a better term, 
hate your division rivals enough that you want to be the, the upsetting of the apple cart. And, by the way, you don't own your first-round draft pick. So it's not even a situation like last year where the, the Houston Texans messed themselves over by, by winning a game late, late in the season. It's, you have no reason not to go win this game unless you're really, really angling for that. Actually, I don't even think you can lose the 33rd pick. No, you can't. They, yeah, they, they already locked it in. It's so already locked. Go win the game. Ruin Tampa's season. <laughs> yeah, Man, Tim- make it tough for Baker. Yeah. A little payback. And Tampa Bay is like, all right, guys, let's let's not be the team that misses out of the playoffs because we lost to Carolina. You have the gall to go to Tampa and play way better at quarterback than you played for the Panthers? Nah, we're not going to let that fly, Baker. That's that's That would be my thought process. Rally the troops, Chris Tabor. Rally the troops. Did you know that your unused medications could end up in the wrong hands? It's important to keep your medication secure in a locked location, such as a locking box or locking cabinet. When it's time to dispose of them, safety and properly dispose of old, expired, or unused meds by using an at-home disposal product or a medication disposal box in your community. Don't miss out on medication take-back events happening near you. Don't let anyone take what's yours. Lock your meds. Be aware. Don't share. Learn more at lockyourmeds.org nc. Are you ready for the big game? At The Designery, we can help you arrange your kitchen in the perfect way to feed everyone coming over for the big game. I'm Dana Merrill, the owner of The Designery in North Raleigh. And I am True Merrill. The Designery grand opening, we're scheduled to open May 16th and do our grand opening party then. We're going to be catering some food. We're doing some giveaways. We have a VR headset, an Echo Show, some kitchen gadgets, and some fancy knives. 12 to 2 p.m. Please stop by our showroom, 3030 Wake Forest Road. That's The Designery at the designery.com win or lose for the panthers versus the bucks this weekend it's very important for the bucks whether they win or lose they're trying to go to the playoffs but for the panthers win or lose the panthers season ends what's next do you need a gm if not why not (laughs) right now scott fitter is still employed uh, contracts expiring this offseason. I'll just give you a smattering. Brian Burns, Frankie Louvu, C.J. Henderson, Itor Gross Matos, Jeremy Chin, D.J. Chark, LaVisca Chenault, Kamu Grugier-Hill, Marquise Haynes. And of all those names, there's really no reason to think anyone but Brian Burns is is guaranteed or maybe even likely to come back because – why would you? Frankie Louvu's been great, but he's also been thrown around a lot and is probably looking for some stability. Since he came to the Panthers, built up his value a ton. Think of all the different coaches. Think of all the different leaders. Think of all the different uh, you know, foundational pieces have changed around him. And then also he might be looking to cash in, as he rightfully should. You play well. You play well up until your contract ends. You get the right to go uh, test the market. If we had to be real, right, if we're just being completely honest, it might be set up kind of nice for a 2024 tank, a little tank apocalypse, a little tank of palooza. Mm. But we know Tepper won't do that. No. So how would an impatient person deal with all of this starting on Sunday? Heck, it may have started already. Maybe backdoor dealings, interviews, asking questions, asking all them questions. Which brings us to an interesting bit of reporting done by Travis Hancock, WFNZ, up in Charlotte. Apparently, according to 
Hancock, Harbaugh, that's Jim Harbaugh, has interest in the Panthers' job for the second year in a row, but that feeling has not been mutual from the Panthers' end. Which, to me, sounds like Jim Harbaugh is saying, I would like to coach the Panthers, and the Panthers are saying, thanks, but no thanks, Jim. And uh, Travis Hancock's reporting continues with, Tepper doesn't want to give up control to Harbaugh that he will require as the head coach. First of all, great insider info from from Hancock. Uh, second of all, this is worse than we thought, everybody. Yeah. This is worse than we thought because it's one thing if you're a, a relatively new owner, right? You've owned the team for whatever it is, five years. You're excited, right? You, you've spent billions of dollars on this franchise. You're the owner, right? You get to sit in the owner's suite and you get excited and you go down and you go, who are we drafting? Draft that guy. That's one thing. You can't help yourself. It's a whole other problem if you know you want to bully the coach, so you're intentionally not hiring coaches that don't want to be bullied. Right? If Jim Harbaugh, as the football guy, and you can like or dislike Jim Harbaugh all you want, and I know he's polarizing. I know he's polarizing. You can like or dislike Jim Harbaugh all you want. He is a football guy. His his dad was a football coach. His brother is a football coach. He played football at Michigan. He played football in the NFL. You want to know my favorite Jim Harbaugh stat? And I've said it on the air before, but it never gets old. What's that? Jim Harbaugh has more NFL rushing yards than Bo Jackson. There's there's a lesson in longevity there, but <laughs> but Jim Harbaugh has more NFL rushing yards than Bo Jackson. He is a football guy that has dedicated his entire life to football. If you are not bringing in that football guy that has dedicated his entire life to football to Carolina because you don't want him taking control over the the very rich, yes, owner position, so you have the the right to do it, I guess. But the guy that made his money in, in, in hedge funds and investments, that's a problem. You're aware of that flaw. Because to be completely honest with you, I could understand it if it was a I can't help myself thing, right? If you're the owner and you disagree with a coach and you're just like, I don't know, I, it's, it's my team, I want to, I got to pick my guy. Because I said so. Like, if you just get excited and caught up in the moment and you can't do anything about it, I mean, that's probably part of the, like, it's part of the reason why you bought the NFL team is so you can get excited about, like, who knows how any of us would act as the owner of an NFL team. We all might come down and go, no, 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 no. I watched the Rose Bowl. I want Michael Penix. <laughs> like, we might do it. Hey, when you spend billions of dollars for something, you don't. You think you wouldn't want to say? It, it, it's It's... I get that, but when you start to get to the point where you're like, "No, I want to. I will. I'm not hiring somebody because they're not a pushover." I'm going like, "Oh, you're not caught up in it. You think you know better." Yeah, you genuinely think you're smarter at football than all of the football guys that have dedicated their whole entire lives to it, and you picked it up as a hobby like five years ago. By the way, Hancock did continue talking about like wouldn't want to give up control. Tepper would not want to give up control to, to Harbaugh. 
Hancock clarified saying control doesn't mean full football control in this sense. It's letting hardball control things as a coach and not interfere like like he, Tepper, tends to do. You cannot tell hardball the head coach what to do. Which, Basically, like, wow, we hear, like, Tepper coming in, like, you should run this play or do this. Well, and Harbaugh's going to be um, like, get out of here. Nicole Tepper, uh, the, who's his wife, and the rest mm-hmm. of the front office, like, dropping in on a practice to watch the offensive line for an entire practice. <laughs> yeah. And, and it's going like, as a head coach, I completely, I would completely understand if you're like, no, you can't come into my practice and do that. We're trying to get ready for a game. Now you got the owner down there uh, paying attention. Like, the, no, 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 That's no. That's distracting. No. You, you, like, there, like in baseball, there are literal con- contractual. It's written in on like who gets final say on the lineup card, right? And and certain managers, once they get to a certain level of their career, when they're negotiating, they're like, "No, I want say on the lineup card. I don't want some GM, some nerd with a calculator coming down and saying you're going to make me start Joe Schmo, uh, you know, bat him second. I I want to be the guy. I might I might go full that way with Tepper." Because think about it like this, like, does Bill Belichick want all the control? You darn sure right he does. Is Tepper not even entertaining that? Does does Jim Harbaugh want the control? You darn sure right he does. And to be completely honest, after watching all of the meddling that's been done, I think I would put it in my contract. I think I would say I have a hundred percent say over uh, who starts. I have a hundred percent say over who is in attendance at practice. I have a, like though if I need it in writing, I need it signed by you and you and me. Like this has to be a thing that I can enforce in court. Not wanting a coach because they want control of their football team. I have to be honest. I've never met a good coach. I don't even know if I've met a bad coach that's not a control freak. Coaches, I mean. It's unreal how much coaches demand knowledge of everything. There's a reason why practices, like if you've ever been to a football practice of, of any college or, or any, that's down to the second. There's literal on the, the, the jumbotron or on the scoreboard, depending on what your practice field setup is, a constant countdown. Every single period, they call them, right? Five minutes on the clock, counting down. Boom, it hits zero. Horn, you're running to your next segment. Why? Because they need to be in control of every second. And if they could, they'd be in control of every second of your day. What'd you eat for breakfast? What'd you eat for lunch? What'd you eat for dinner? What, like, oh, how early did you get to sleep? How much water are you drinking? They all would if they could. Now, they all understand there's a line somewhere, but good coaches are control freaks. If you're if you're not hiring a coach because you won't be able to bully them into doing what you want them to do, just just hire some some yes man, right? Somebody that's going to do whatever you want. And by the way, that's not going to go well because whatever you want <laughs> isn't the you don't have the experience. You're you're a hedge fund guy. You could pay me a lot of money to say yes. I can tell you that. I mean, we all have a number. I'll go. I'll go with the rah rah speech all you want, and then mm-hmm. turn around and say, "Was that good? Was that yeah. good, Dave?" No, you want more? Okay. <laughs> like I'll, I'll. Everyone's got a number. I'll read the Rudy speech to him. Rudy, <laughs> Rudy. I'll do whatever. The, but but the fact of the matter is, you're not going to win a lot of NFL games that way. And that's. That's the last thing I'll say on it. I do truly believe. 
David Tepper wants to win NFL football games. Oh, yeah. I do believe he cares. He's not apathetic to the cause. He wants to win football games. He has a what, basically a wildly outlandish opinion of how much input he should have, and he doesn't exactly know how to win NFL football games, but I do believe he wants to. I don't think you throw a drink, as dumb as that is, if you don't care. So when I was looking to transfer, it was um, a lot of one-on-one, and it didn't feel like I got lost in a huge university because I knew that if I came here, there was going to be someone I could talk to about every aspect of the courses I needed to take, but also, too, I loved the smaller classroom sizes, and I liked how interactive and immersive all of the learning was going to be. It wasn't just going to be me sitting in a room with a couple hundred people and a professor who didn't know my name. To find out more about transferring to William Peace University, visit peace.edu.